Can everybody talk to me just to see if I can actually hear you guys? I need yes, to adjust the Oh, come on. You were in theater. You know not to do we, testing. We got, testing. We got Joan okay. here. We got Fred here. We got Heavy okay. here. Got a bunch of bitches here. So, if I were a boy. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. The theater kids are coming out. This is so funny. Oh my God, where'd it go? Hey. All right, hello wait. everybody. Um, what? Wait for what? That's how are we actually starting it now? Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Hello everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the very first episode of. Where's it called, man? This is the very first episode of a Devil's Advocate. I am your devilish host, Joe Manarentia. These are my voice of reasons. Evan. We're the voice of reasons. Come on, I, out of the three of us, we know who's the worst person. Me. All right. Me. Once again, I am your devilish host, and these are my co-hosts. Hi, hey, my I'm name is Heaven. <laughs> uh, we'll start off with Heaven. Oh, of course you sign up with me. Introduce I yourself. Let us, let us know some... Tell us something about, about yourself. Me? Um. Yeah. Plug in a couple things. Um. For those who don't know, he's in a band. Okay. Yeah. Band. Yeah. 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 We get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um. My favorite song from his band oh. is "Girl of Mine." Yeah. I, I, I'm not in a band. I'm just. Anyways. Yeah. My name's Heaven. No, like Heaven above. No, and Erdy. Pick that up through fucking audio, how to pronounce my name. But um, yeah, like Gilman said, I'm in a band. The band is called Darcy. I'm not gonna explain it because I, I myself don't even know why. But um, yeah, I love music. I play instruments like the guitar, piano. Like I want to make music my life. Maybe one day I don't know. But in the meantime, I'm just a Starbucks barista. Yeah. For your number one and number two fans. Yeah, both of you guys are tied for number one fans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Kristen. But she's on uh, for next time. Okay. Who's next? Our next host for Rhetoric de los Reyes. Is, most people um, call him Fred. Mm-hmm. Just because it's short and sweet. Um, apparently, um, I'm working as a CNA. Um, I love and hate my job. I love my friends more. Um, I love Billie Eilish. Um, <laughs> I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> okay. Um, it's Nurses Week. And so if you don't oh. listen, you're against, if you don't listen to this podcast, you're you're against all nurses all across the world. You're against healthcare heroes. I love my nurses. I love everybody. Um, I love singing as well. I don't really think I sound that good, but um, I've been asking Heaven to be featured on his next album, preferably in Gorilla Munch. He wants to make the gorilla noises. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I think I would make excellent animal noises. Now watch, we'll just do something of our own. Next I... episode, we'll discuss that maybe. Mm. Oh, <laughs> okay. Before we discuss any of that for now, this is going to be my <laughs> our one and only child for right now. This is. Um, this podcast is a passion project of mine. I've been wanting to start one for a while now. Um, I did do one in high school for a little bit. For those of you who know PTSD, problematic kids or problematic teens starting drama, that was the name mm-hmm. of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I think there's still like a couple episodes out there somewhere. I don't, not in two. I'm not entirely sure where. Um, it's probably I'm on pretty SoundCloud. Sure it's on, most likely. Um, like I said, the name of this podcast is A Devil's Advocate. We are most likely going to be found on SoundCloud as well. You can go ahead and follow us on our Instagram, jhf.production. Um, do you guys want to include your Instagrams or anything like that? Your My Instagram is that's so Frederick. That so with two O's and then my name Frederick. And then we're going to include all of this in the description. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to look for us, it's going to be on there. Um, you guys can follow me at, at or Insta Joe Man. Um, that is my main account. Uh, so what are you guys like? like what are you guys hoping for to come out of this podcast? Like, what are the things you guys want to talk about eventually? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I think I would. I want to eventually talk about um uh, the effects. Uh, the adverse effects of abandonment and what they can do to a person eventually, but that's for another. That's for another time. That's for another time. Damn, who abandoned you? I know. <laughs> you want to know who abandoned me? Yeah, no, no, no. We'll say that for that <laughs> for whatever that episode is. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Next time. Oh, that's funny. Um, what about you, Heaven? Or is there like any specific thing you want to talk about eventually? Nothing specific with oh. At the moment, I can't think of anything. I just wanna talk and just hear what we all have to say. Cool, cool. Um, obviously we all come from different backgrounds. Um Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily different backgrounds. We're all Filipino. Um, we will like <laughs> to include other people from diverse backgrounds as well, not just like Filipinos, but like other people as well. Um, <laughs> we all grew up in like different home environments, so we all have like different experiences. Um, um, for me, mainly this podcast is kind of just like to just talk about random stuff, mainly like mental mental health and like how it affects us each all of us um but i think last week or yeah last week i had you guys fill out a quiz um i know we had like some questions or like comments on the quiz itself Mm -hmm. is a attachment quiz um attachment style quiz attachment style quiz yes there for this episode yeah yeah for those of you who don't know, there's at least four different ones. So there's secure, um, anxious, dismissive, and then fearful avoidant. Um, I think all three of us got like, or I don't know if all three of us got different know. things. We don't know. Um, we're we're not discussing it, so this is going to be where that 
going on. Um, Fred, do you want to start us off? Because I know you had the most like que- questions and comments about the quiz. Okay, so... And then we'll just play off of yours. For my attachment style, after taking the quiz, um, I got the anxious, anxious um, attachment style. Att- anxious preoccupied. So basically, um, what this attachment style is, is relationships... Um, when you have relationships, they make you feel anxious, unsafe, or insecure. Um, they can make you feel all those feelings um, when something wrong happens because you have a sub- uh, subconscious fear of abandonment. So, oh, well, connecting back to what I want to talk about in a later episode. Anyways, but basically, um, you want to seek... People with this attachment style want to say closeness. They really, really want to, they really crave that closeness and they get anxious when they feel like they start drifting from other people. This could be um, any kind of relationship. So, friendships, romantic, um, romantic interests, family, any, any loved one, basically. Um, for me personally, when I kind of when I kind of thought about it more, growing up, my parents weren't really emotionally available. Um, well, first off, my mom was very, very, very conservative, conservative, very religious, and when you would think of someone you know who's religious, especially like uh, with Christianity, you know. Um, You'd want to welcome people to that religion with open, loving arms, but um, she didn't really do that for me. She didn't really do that, kind of, she, I would say, for, for sure, um, she despised my identity, which that was a little, I'll be honest, I'll, this is an understatement, but she was, it was very, it was a little traumatic. My dad, I mean, he could have been, but he was scared that if he acted out of line, that my mom would retaliate against him in a certain way or in a certain way, form or fashion. And, you know, so he was kind of scared to do anything. I think he could tell that I was upset and suffering, but he was just, he just didn't want to do anything, which, you know, I mean, I'm not holding that against him or anything, or not, you know, upset with him. I love, I love my parents, this, despite all that, but, you know, um, that was a little, a little hard to think about, I guess. But with that being said, because of their emotional unavailability, I feel that I have the right not the right i have the need to invest a lot into my friendships it's especially my er, especially my friendships like with my do you think this is the main reason you're kind of like a people pleaser well yeah because um i naturally get really anxious when i've upset somebody i always try and think what can i do to fix this what can i do to make them happy and in the process that can take a really heavy mental toll on me 
but I don't think about that in the moment. And after, you know, after the fact, after all, all that worrying, um, that can make me go crazy. <laughs> I do have lots of people, these are tendencies. Not, not that I'm forced to, but it just feels easy to me. It feels easy to make, make other, other people it happy. Make other people happy. To make the whole situation a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Even makes, I mean that makes sense. Even if it even if it's at the cost of my own mental health, it's just a lot easier for me to keep the peace like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think while taking the quiz, my biggest thing was, um, it was, I think it was question 23. Um, I do not like making social plans with others in advance. I often fear being trapped by commitments with other people. Um, I think that's like, that question was kind of just hard for me to answer overall. Um, because one, I'm not like the biggest person on plans. Um, I like everything kind of like what's the word um spontaneous spontaneous yeah mm-hmm. i feel like because then if like if if there's a plan involved and something doesn't go right then certain people will get mad like oh um i think fred that how did you answer that because i know i know how you are but let's tell people how you feel about that well for me I think that, I think it depends on the person, but I feel the need to make plans with certain people. Just, I, I think this is mainly for people who I don't, um, aren't emotion, I, are not, um, emotionally close, not super close, or at least what I feel like is close. Um, for people who I, you know, like, I think that I or who I think that I value like a lot not that I think I know I value a lot for people I know I value a lot I know I can make spontaneous uh plans because you know most of the people who I am close with are done for whatever but for those um that are I don't think I'm as close with I do feel the need to make plans and kind of plan ahead um sometimes I can feel backed up by that just because um you know now i made a commitment and i have to like you know i have to make sure that i don't miss this or else that can disappoint some people but usually when i do make the commitment i do intend on following through unless obviously something last minute happens but i give it back to button um not necessarily though i would say not necessarily in those situations how about you, Heaven? And yeah, Heaven. What about you? Because like, I mean, like, out of the three of us, for those who don't know, I'm more of the extrovert. Heaven's the introvert, and then Fred's kind of like the ambivert. Um. So, Heaven, what do you think about that? Mm. Don't be shy. I don't. Know. This is a safe space for people who people who don't know. You are accepting people. Unless it's me, because usually yeah, I'm yeah. Honestly, yeah, I am. Like I am obviously fucking introvert. Like, but that's the thing. It's like I don't know, cause like 
as of recently, like at least at work, when it comes to work, this is a whole different social environment. I like, but like when I'm there, like people say, "No, oh, you don't even seem introvert or shy." I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Really?" It's weird. But then, like, yeah, in regards to what we were just discussing, and like Jomi bringing up the question from the quiz, like I just in general don't really like being social and like making plans and just like i'll be the guy on the side someone else can make the fucking plans because like <laughs> it is too much work for me to gather everyone around like hey are you free this day are you free that day blah 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 but it's just like yeah like because growing up like i just have never been social at all like especially like when i was around with like my friends growing up at the time given quote unquote I did have friends. But um <laughs> like I would just be the one just following along. Like I'm not the leader. I'm just following. I'll just listen and adhere to whoever takes initiative. Do you think that's kind oh. of uh that plays into the to you getting your attachment style? Honestly, kind of. Well, I mean, sorry, I don't know what my attachment style is, but I don't know. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead. What is your attachment style? Wait, if you don't mind us asking. Uh, hold on, my brother's asking me for something. Okay, yeah, my attachment style is, like, I didn't think this made sense, but, like, I am what is called, depending on what article you read, I am a, a fearful avoidant. That is my attachment style. And what that attachment style essentially is, like just put it in simple terms, it's very confusing and mixed up and like disorganized because fearful avoidant attachment style people tend to like you know like they want love they want care they want support right like they know these things like they know that it's something that they can obtain but at the same time like a part of them doesn't want love and support and care kind of like they feel that they're unworthy of it yeah (laughs) you say okay you say you don't like you think you don't not like you this isn't what you should have gotten during the test. Why is that? Well, when I first got it, I oh, well started reading upon it when I first got it from the quiz. I was like, none of this. Like the seems first like few me. sentences I read, like yeah, it doesn't seem like me. It has to be, at least in regards to the science of it, like reading about like it's in early childhood. That's when it develops, and you have like trauma or abuse with like your caregivers your guardians or your parents so i was like i was like really trying to think back then i was like i didn't really have much like any trauma or abuse as like what study says the science says, right like oh mm-hmm. like my parents weren't like really abusive nothing too traumatic happened with them or my caregivers but then i really started thinking about it i was like again it doesn't make sense off the science but like not specifically with my parents, but just like 
I guess just like the environment, the situations I had to go through. Mm. Like some things were traumatic enough. Okay, not traumatic, but like just hard. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing that did happen was like we had to move like from one house to another. Like within like a sudden notice because like they didn't even tell us ahead of time. Like we were only given like I think like two weeks. Three oh weeks. my god. Like so would you move. say like that situation, um, it it kind of helped with it. Well, it was more of a traumatic yeah. because you had to like leave a lot of stuff behind. Yeah. Especially uh yeah. Yeah. So that and then also like again, another thing that came to mind as I really started to like think about myself more in this attachment style. Um because the more I read into it, I was like, crap, this does kind of sound like like, you know, because I was just reading, I was just judging a book by its cover. I was reading the first, I was glancing through, I was like, this doesn't sound like me. But as I read it more, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah and you guys were all, it, like, the more that you guys read it, you guys are all like, fuck you, Joe Manfred, making us do this. <laughs> they gave so me shit because weird. I told them about this quiz. It's because I had a 13 minute video. Both of you guys had three minutes. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know the quiz, like, if you guys do want to take it, I'll put the link down below. But it does come with a video kind of explaining your attachment style as well. But there are also like kind of like paragraphs. And then if you scroll down a little further, there's kind of like these um, check marks. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really insightful quiz too. Like it tells you a lot about yourself and like how. Like, how you growing up affects how you treat relationships in the present, too. Yeah. Um, for me, mine was uh, dis dismissive avoidant. Dismissive it, avoidant? Yes. It is essentially um, uh, based on a lot of textbooks that I read right. in psychology about it. It it hap it's formed when like parents like fail to meet their child's needs like emotionally. Uh um I grew up from a very separate household. Um I grew up with a single dad. Mm, mom wasn't really in the picture. Dad was always working, yada yada yada. So obviously I didn't get the emotional my emotional needs met because they were so busy. So, and I, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I can't really hold down relationships as often. Um, as the three of you, as the two of you are my best friends, you, you know, how, like, how much, how many people I've gone through. I'm not saying, like, I was, like, like, a train ran through me or anything like that. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not... You're a whore. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Um, it, because of that, I feel like the moment things start to get rocky, that's because of that, I feel like, oh, I'm going to dip rather than I'm just going to like dip out of the relationship rather than like actually facing said problem with them. Um, It's also one of the many reasons why I can't and like just keeping that wall up is it it prevents me from like having a genuine relationship. That's valid. So, um, based off your guys' attachment styles, uh, Fred, you recently went through a breakup. 
how do you think your attachment style plays into that? If you're comfortable well, like talking about said breakup. Well, okay. So for those who don't know, I was in a relationship. I'm not going to rename or say his name, but I we were no. <laughs> don't do that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But we. Yeah. I'm talking since February, the start of February. Um, we met on Tinder. We were talking, talking. Pretty much everything was like really great. Everything was really great. Oh, obviously, you know, it's, yeah. words are one thing. Action. So, Uh, for red, you're breaking up a little bit. Um, keep talking for a little longer. Yeah, okay. So basically, um, the first thing that happened in that meetup was he wanted to like go down and all that. Not even like, not even um, like talk to me and get to know me, you know, which. That made me really uncomfortable because I have a rule for myself. Um, kind of needing a people pleaser. By that, I try really, really hard to not do that. You're sounding robotic. Oh. Sorry, we're having a little technical difficulties. Um, he is on his phone doing okay. this, so please bear with us. Sorry, boys. Okay, so I try so hard not to break that rule because I feel, you know, I've had a history of Did he just cut off, or <laughs> did he stop talking? I think his data just stopped him. Maybe you, you could te about... technically say you could technically say that's coercion. You um, could technically say that. Uh, you... Were you talking? Yeah. You cut off like a lot, and then you just started talking again. Um... Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Can't. Uh, is my voice okay? Can you hear? Can you hear me? Yeah. Am I? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see if you cut off again. Okay. Time. I tried so hard not to, like, not but oh, it's happening again. I say just go back upstairs. I think it's because you're in the... Sorry, bear with us. Bear with us. Um... <laughs> Sorry, obviously this being the first episode, there's gonna be like... We're gonna run through... We're gonna have... We're gonna run through some problems, but hopefully it'll get better from here on out. Only one person will tend to have problems. Yeah, only one person. Okay, can you Usually hear me? Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you start talking again? Okay. 
So what what was the guy? What was the last thing you guys heard, hear me say? You were just bringing up. Okay, the guy. last thing that's <laughs> like that was really clear was you had history of, and then that was it. Oh, okay. I have a history of um, I have a personal history of essaying. People, have, trashy men have like trashy. done stuff basically. Yeah. But I have, I really, really try hard not to break this rule. But I've never fucking on the first date. Never, ever. Don't want to do that. And we technically didn't do anything. We technically didn't do anything. But you could say that I broke that rule. At least to my standards, I broke that rule. Because he kept on forcing himself on me. So technically, that's like coercion. Now that I'm like thinking about it. I... I never fully processed this until now, but you technically that's like coercion. Because it's like a it's like a oh come on, let's do it. Like come on, say yes. Even though like it's still a no. And then even I still accept the accept the happening, I still don't want it. And um yeah, that was on the first date. That was on the first date. But um, from that, we had a conversation because I feel the need to f- fix things, even though that was obviously a boundary that was crossed heavily. Like, he didn't put one toe over the line, he put like he put his whole ass on the line, like that kind of fucking that, like crossing the boundary. But <laughs> he put his whole what. His whole ass put his, onto the line. Yeah, he put his like he, he put crossed, his whole coo- he crossed the line with his fucking ass. Okay. Yeah, like he yeah he crossed the line with his ass and he farted on it. Like that's what it fucking felt. <laughs> okay. But like we had talked about it. He said that it, he was really sorry, and that he would be, um, he would be asking me verbally and to and like another question like, are you sure? Just to make sure that you know I was okay with it. At first, I didn't want to continue anything more just because if that was the first time we ever met up and he, you know, um, were to do that again, like, I, I didn't trust it. But me being a people pleaser, I'm like, okay, I'll give you another chance. A couple of dates go by, like, he did get better. And then eventually, um, on my 22nd birthday... We, you know, actually made it official. But... And how long did that last? Three weeks. How do you feel? Um, Like, I wasted my time, if I'm going to be quite honest. Mm. I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he had any ill intent while we were dating. But I think... Just emotional yeah. maturity wise, yeah, I on think the same level, yeah, because oh, for for the viewers, he was nineteen and then I was twenty two, like that that was not mm-mm. never again. Yeah, date older people. I'm just kidding. Date, Don't, yeah, no, honestly, uh, well, I do believe I do believe um emotional maturity and age are two different things. Do not date anybody do under not eighteen. Do not they do not coincide. Do not date under anybody under fucking eighteen. You. Unless if you are under eighteen, okay, just <laughs> you are. Don't be, don't be a p word. Don't be a p slur. That's fucking weird. But um, 
I do think because I don't want to say I don't want to say um what is the word? what uh age doesn't matter or uh age is just a number like that sounds really wrong. I don't say I don't say that I say age and emotional maturity are two different things. That's what I I'd rather say. You could be dating a nineteen-year-old as long as he's emotionally mature. My ex, not really. Unfortunately, I gave him more than enough chances because I think I felt the need to make it work, even though it wasn't really working. It was giving, um, ah, uh, what was it giving? It's, it's. It's giving broken glasses. It's giving rose tinted glasses. That's what it was giving. Oh, rose tinted glasses. <laughs> broken glasses. What, I'm like, I like what is that supposed to mean? I like that. Broken oh. glasses. Like, oh, explain. You know, explain that, Fred. What does that mean? Rose tinted glasses. So basically, <laughs> this is something he learned from me, BQW, because uh-huh. this is what I pointed it out to him. Well, I mean, it's true. Okay, we get it. Okay, explain. <laughs> Continue. It's true though, because I, you know, pretty much with rose tinted glasses, you don't really see the red flags. Everybody else sees it because I (laughs) would. Those red flags become pink, so they all just start looking the same. They're passable. They are passable. I think because, Mm. um, well, under the view of a rose tinted glasses, I think they're passable because, like, I would. I would say things and then everybody would be like, wait, what? <laughs> you're like, you're yeah, like, what? Um, we were like, like hello. <laughs> I'm, like, what's, I'm like, what's wrong? What do you mean? And then they're trying to explain it to me and I'm like, oh, you know, I'll give it another chance. And then that went on. Okay, so we. And that just goes to show for those who are kind of like in a similar situation, please listen to your friends because obviously you won't be able to see those red flags, but they can. Oh, no, I was. I really did i think i did listen but i didn't act on it soon enough that's what i think just because i really as um as i was saying with um my trauma to my parents and how i really value my friendships and i i value it a lot and i really take my friends opinions to heart i was listening but the people pleaser in me and the person that you know i kind of do crave like connection like that i really wanted it to work i really forced it but i shouldn't have <laughs> anyways um and then just for people who don't know or like or um who have been in a similar situation to fred um do you have any advice for them with the whole essay thing because i can't i think Okay, so my advice is to never, ever, never forget yourself. Never forget what you've gone through. Use that as growth. Use that to make yourself stronger and put your foot down. No means no. And they should understand that. If they don't understand that, then they can go fuck with someone else. They should, your partner should be willing. It's not, it's not maybe, it has to be willing to respect your boundaries. 
If you let them cross over your boundaries and let them trample over you, girl, you're gonna... I don't know what to say to you, girl. But, you know, just be careful. Be careful. Love yourself. Know your worth. And you're worth a lot, baby. Because like Lady Gaga said, we're bored. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, 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 we're here. One of my favorite Lady Gaga quotes. This is my high school quote. Love is like a brick. You can either build a house or sink a dead body. Preferably sink a house. Don't, don't sink kill anybody. Don't kill anybody, <laughs> it's, not the it's not worth take it. it literally. Not don't take literally. it literally. Uh, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. For legal reasons, um, figuratively. Okay. Oh, I would also like to add something, if that's okay. So this is actually tying in with um, tying in with what Heaven was talking about earlier with his attachment style. He was mentioning that he knows that he wants to be, and you know, he knows that he he deserves love. He knows that he deserves to be in a happy relationship. So this is actually question number um, sixteen on the test. But I know, or at least for my response, I felt weird about it. I didn't really know how to answer it because it, because it was true or false, but I feel like I'm in the middle. I tell myself that I do. I, I tell myself that I, I am worthy of that, but sometimes I question that. I've already, like, um, blurted this out. Um... I've already talked about this, like, um, within our own, you know, with us just talking us three, but I've imagined myself being, um, being a single, a single gunkle to all my nephews and nieces without any, like, loving, you know, without, without any relationship, just being single, like, all my life, just because the only reason being, it's just hard sometimes i think it's hard and sometimes i think it's not worth pursuing that relationship or relationship i know i want it i know i want it i know i deserve it and i know i'm worthy of it but sometimes sometimes i don't believe it sometimes i don't believe it and what makes me not believe it is with all my exes um or at least with my serious relationships they have all they have all um made a comment about liking my body Oh, that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, all made that comment. So pretty much, they were fetishizing me. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't give a shit if you like my body or not. Like me, like me for me, please. But isn't your body you? Well, yeah, but it's not just the body. Like the whole me. It's kind of like, um, let's see. Uh, I don't. I can't think of an analogy. Never mind. But... Okay. <laughs> um, thank you for that but, very insightful. Um, but, random like tangent. But yeah, 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 yeah. You shouldn't. Obviously, when it comes to relationships, like attraction is uh, is like the first thing somebody notices. Like people who say, "Oh no, I fall, I fall for like their brain, their personality." BS. Um, if you're swiping through dating apps. I doubt you hardly like read through like their bios and stuff. You're you're gonna like look at the pictures first and be like, oh, he's cute. 
then objection, your honor. Objection, then you're gonna your start honor. reading I the bio. That's the first thing I look at. Before, I after you're looking at the pictures. No, I re- I tap the um. You know how you can open up their profile a little bit more and read what's in their bio. I do that first, and then I start through the pictures. Just because. I think looks are superficial and I really want to see, I really crave, not crave, I really value personality more. Okay, maybe the friends, the part of the 1%, but the 99% of us, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we look through the pictures first before going to the bio. And some of you don't deny it either. I know some of you are going to be listening to this and be like, no, shut up. I, oh. I, shut up. I know some of you like to look at the pictures first. This is a safe space, by the way. It is. Just wanna... <laughs> Don't be ashamed that you're but... part of the 99%. <laughs> I'm not. I like going through their photos first. Sometimes if they have their Instagram attached, I'll look through those. Okay, but on the other note, Heaven, I know you've gone through some relationship stuff. How do you think your attachment styles affected those? Whether they failed or per- perceived? No. I don't know what the word is. It's like it starts with a P. It's persevered. persevered. Whether they failed or persevered. There you go. Sorry, it took me a while. Relationship. My attachment style. Nah. What? Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said earlier, I'm a fearful avoidance. You know, like, I know love is there, you know, but like, I also fear it. I get too close sometimes. And like one of the questions <laughs> on the quiz that I like that caught me off not caught me off guard but just made me made me be like wow was, like I knew what question? I was gonna answer but I was just like wow um the question was um, I deeply fear being abandoned by my partner or love interest oh oh I remember that one too that one kind of surprise <laughs> I was just like oh. <laughs> then I was like, well, I've never really had any romantic relationship. But then I was like, well, technically I did. Kind of try. Technically you did. Yeah, technically you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that go? What? <laughs> it's very on and off. No, no, no. Hey. Oh, well, today say I don't like her. <laughs> oh, you don't even know her. You have no right to say that. That's not fair. You can't judge a person based on my words. Because I'm only telling you how I feel, you know. It's not fair judge. Yeah, and your feelings are are more important. More important. More important to me than hers. I hope she's doing well, but that situation was just released a year ago. Yeah. But essentially this per like aside from it or on top of it being on and off. And like Towards the very end of it, what I had with her, like, I did, like, start to feel abandoned because, like, at this point, I felt like I was just talk- talking to a wall. I was moving further and further away from her. And I was like, what's going on here? You know, that's, I did not like that. That's why, like, I would always end up overthinking and always being hella worried, like, what's going on with her? But, uh, yeah, but, like, this question, like, I know it says partner and love interest, but, like, it also just, like, made me think more of, like, 
not just romantic people, but also like platonic people, people like, because uh, another person in my life, like at the time, like we were going through stuff and all of a sudden we got into a big fight and then we had like a lot of space between us for like a while and like that shit hurt it because like this this person that I'm talking about like they mean a lot to me in my life and like I care for this person a lot oh you person. mean a lot to us too Evan mm-hmm. let me finish talking <laughs> let me finish talking <laughs> but, um, oh. yeah like you know like I hated being away from like this person who's like like, cause this was like genuinely, genuinely. So like, again, I'm a fearful avoidant, you know, like love, blah, blah, blah. That, that's the thing I read about my attachment style. It's a mix of both of you guys. <laughs> that's why I was like, huh, like, do I have the worst one? <laughs> I, my, my video was 13 minutes long. Yeah. Telling you how to help yourself. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> You got both of our problems, Evan. I'm sorry. Yeah, see? Minus you the people pleasing one... part, because I don't think that's you. Okay, yeah. Maybe not that, but just, like... Anyways, anyways. Yeah. Like, what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, because... I want, like, to be able to be open with someone, be vulnerable with someone. But at the same time, I have thoughts where I'm like, oh, I don't want to open up to you. I don't want to trust you, like... I don't think there's any point in me sharing this. What's the importance of this? Like, it's hard for me to trust people mm. and like, trust us. be vulnerable. <laughs> but don't don't choose. Roman, you really no. asked that kind of question. <laughs> no. Let it's me genuine. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, I do trust you guys. Come on. Do you feel as though you can be vulnerable with us, though? Very minute. Very little. Like, I can me, me, personally, sometimes no. Because I feel like Fred's just going to laugh. <gasps> Jomin, you're going to laugh. Jomin! <laughs> <laughs> you're I was just kidding. That was actually just a joke. Your laugh... The reason why you laugh is because you're like, oh, I don't know what else to do in this situation. What 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 do I do? How do I comfort you? And then you panic laugh. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> so well. Mm-hmm. Okay, but continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, one person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Like genuinely, like this person that I'm talking about right now, like they for the first time in my life I genuinely felt like I was seen I was heard and that like I mattered and that I was loved cared for mm. they like showed me like oh there is like things worth living for <laughs> that like love is possible like it doesn't have to be romantic who needs that yeah it can be it can't be like that like they can they can be seen as like family 
and that just goes to show like her attachment styles it's not set in stone like you've eventually you'll meet like a certain person whether it's romantic or platonic like it, it you can move your way up into secure um like you said that person made you feel seen heard like you it made you feel like you deserved love which is a good thing yeah um i don't know why you got what you got because of that i feel like because you said all that i feel like you should have gotten somewhat closer to secure well i mean like i said there was a time where we weren't talking this person like we are the longest space between yeah i did have a lot of love and care for this person maybe like that's why I'm looking at maybe sometimes I am on level don't deserve any of you like even literally just a few days ago with the same person I started overthinking because I was like oh did I do something wrong I was like shit and I started like overthinking a lot and I was like crap maybe I'll just push it away but yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna confuse him Confusing as what? Um, confusing as. Oh yes. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to add before we end this off? Um, were there any questions that resonated with you, gentlemen? Any other questions? Maybe you'll say something, and then we can add to it. Not really, but well, the, I, like the main questions that we did talk about were like the ones that actually hit me, especially the one that Heaven talked about. The mm -hmm. sorry, what was what was that question you said, Heaven? I deeply fear being abandoned by my partner. Oh, yeah, for that one, like if like for me, um, I don't know if I said it already, but I do have like dismissive avoidant, um, attachment style. Um, that's just because like I like emotions weren't like a really big thing in my family. Mm -hmm. It was like they were all like more think with your brain and less think with your heart so like when it comes to like that and like the moment that i feel like things are like going sideways in a relationship i mm -hmm. rather than being the person to get broken up with i'll do the breaking mm -hmm. first i feel like that's a lot easier on me mm -hmm. and my heart um because i think uh my last relationship which was like about four months and that was like the secret relationship that i kept it in front of everybody um that was the first time I've ever actually true or that was the second time I truly experienced heartbreak. Uh it was like it really took a toll out of me. I think for a while I just didn't want to talk to anybody. The very first time that I actually went through heartbreak was when I very when I came out for the very first time to everybody. Um it was my first relationship coming out as bisexual. Um we were talking for about four months and then dating for about three more months after that so a total of seven um we were and then we were about to hit our first and then all of a sudden he decided to ghost me um that was the second that was the first time i I decided like you know what fuck this if i ever feel like the relationship is going sideways again i will be the first person to dip i am not just so that it's easier on me i don't know if you guys how you guys feel about like doing the breaking versus the one being broken up with you know how i feel about that no you were there when I did oh, it. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, I'm the one who hit set. Um, but yeah, the moment like I feel like um, I don't know if you guys remember like the check marks at the bottom of your quizzes. Um, like I literally oh. resonated with all of them. Um, especially oh, the one that says, "Yeah, the one, especially the one that said avoid avoiding vulnerability." Oh yeah, like, let me read that. Because mm-hmm. no matter how much I decide to like, I try and be vulnerable with people. In reality, I don't really like doing it. It's not like. It, like personally it's not like because of anybody else it's not because i don't trust anybody or anything like that it's just emotions are weird for me um emotions are very weird for me like i said i didn't really experience it much growing up yes um i think also because of that it the way i watch people like i like to observe people a lot and depending on like how everybody else is like reacting that's how i'll react to i think that's why i like acting like that's why I find it easier to to act a lot more compared to doing like a lot of other things. Um, that's why I had a lot more fun during Radium Girls compared to Aladdin because I actually had to act and not just like sing and be in the background. You know, for those that don't know, it's these are projections that we did in high school our senior year. Aladdin um, is Aladdin. Like... It's a musical. Radium Girls is yeah. a play. Yeah, and there, I'm pretty sure there's like music, like videos, uh, YouTube videos out there of us doing performances. So Ooh, feel yeah, free to look are. for them. But we're not gonna, no, I we're not gonna to look for the Aladdin one to show my coworkers, but it's not up anymore. I already took it out. Damn. Well, yeah, you can try yeah. and look for it. It's somewhere out there, but we're not gonna like link it or anything because it's embarrassing for us. It is embarrassing. <laughs> That's our passage through. That's the deep dark web. Yeah, like, that's slightly deep dark Like Fred's way. film that sometimes pops up on my YouTube. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. yeah, guys, I did a film. I did a film about high school gay love for my senior, my senior uh, film lit project, my final. That was pretty yeah, embarrassing. Yours? 500 views, Fred. That was a pretty yeah, decent you had a, Yeah. Yours? No, like, literally, I saw it like two days ago. I was like, damn. Yours was about gay love. Mine was about gay partners. One of them was cheating, so they hired a hitman. And then what? Oh. I ended up going to jail. Well, actually, technically, mine was a love triangle, you could say. I oh, guess. mine wasn't a love triangle. <laughs> I was just a jealous husband. Oh, I was, um, I was a supportive gay best friend who turned lovers and then expected too much out of the relationship and then got mad and then we made up. That's so funny. Isn't that kind of you right now? Oh, what? You, what? Like, you people, like, that most recent relationship, like, there was a lot of expectations that he had, but you, and you try your best to please it, but. Well, I think there was expectations on both sides, just because, um, well, obviously, he wanted sex, and I wanted connection. We both got that, but I wasn't. I wasn't okay with the sex part mm. because it takes, I think for me, it takes a lot. I see my body, I see my body as a temple and I'd be worshiping that shit. You, you know, that's the only, those are the only prayers you'll see me doing to my body. But kind of like, I just the don't let anybody. Multiple coming, multiple people coming in and out. Multiple comings. <laughs> multiple <laughs> comings. Multiple people coming in and out of it. But. So I, I wouldn't know if let, you, should, you should treat your temple or your body. I like just a don't let I just don't let anybody come in. No, but you know, I treat like, my body well, like a grave. There's only one oh, person inside of it. 
Well, how about you treat your body like the Oval Office, like the White House? Only special people come in. Only species or special kind of people come in. Only species come in. Only special uh, people are allowed inside. Only people. Only with people. Only people with high clearance can come in. High clearance. I guess so, because you know. I mean, I think I was trying so hard to be comfortable with with being vulnerable around him, but. He just saw me for my hole. So. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, the, the biggest thing with me when it comes to relationships, it's like, like I said, the moment that it starts feeling icky, um, I switch off. I like turn off my emotions. Like not, not necessarily like, I don't like turning them off. Like vampire diaries, turn them off type of thing. But like, <laughs> I'll like, I'd be like, there's like a switch in my head. That's just like, Oh, um, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just tiring. Um, it's just like I feel trapped a lot of the time. That's why most of my relationships only last about. I think the longest I've ever had is, um, as of recently, it's seven months. Damn, good for you. I can't even go. I can't even get to a year. My shortest one was about three weeks. I can't even get into a month. At least you guys can get into a month. Honestly, having you being you, I feel like you would you'd have an easier time getting into a relationship. Yeah, sure. Gay people relationships are hard. Yeah, I think this, you don't I have think someone phobia runs in the gay community. If I'm gonna be quite honest. Wait, what? Sorry, everybody's just talking at the same time. Sorry, you guys go first. <laughs> All right, this is okay. No more tangents. Um. Once again, thanks for listening. This is a devil's um, advocate. Um, I am your host, Joe Manorencia. I am. I am the other co-host, Fredrid. Fred, 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 oh, oh, wait, what? Who? Oh my god! <laughs> Embarrassing. This is gonna be all over the internet. I'm the other co-host, Fred. Okay. Okay. And, and if our we'll other co-host would like to say their name again, it would be really much appreciated. Oh, I'm Fred. I'm Fred. All right. Um. Once again, Ooh. I will link down all their socials down below. Um. I will also link down the the quiz that you guys can take if you were curious about your own attachment styles. And if you want to let mm. us know, put it down in the comments too. Um. Go ahead. Um. If you want us to talk about anything specific. Go ahead and DM us, or if you ever, if you want to be a part of this too, just let us know. Your DMs will happily mm-hmm. let anybody join us. Um, but other than that, I hope everybody has a great rest of their day. Everybody have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Tune in we'll next time. Um, share with your friends. Share with everybody. Right. Hurry up. Yeah. Stop talking. I want to go play. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. Okay. League. No, no, no.